1: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com weightloss.
2: Sands Pants Radio. We're not professionals, so even though we're giving advice, remember that we are dumb fucks. Hey gang, in case you don't know, myself and Cass do another podcast called D&Ds for Nerds, where we play Dungeons and Dragons like the cool cats we are. So, if you're curious how we go about pretending to be Biff Wizards, Spell Thieves with Stretchy Arms, or all kinds of variety of Druids, check out D&Ds for Nerds on iTunes, or directly from our website, sanspantsradio.com. And if you live on the east coast of Australia, there's a good chance we'll be in your city soon if your home city is Canberra, Sydney, Brisbane or Melbourne, doing a very special live edition of D&Ds for Nerds. Each night will be self-contained, so don't feel you'll have to do diligent research, just rock up, enjoy the festivities and have a grand old time watching your favourite dickheads play in a fantasy world. All tickets and information can be grabbed from our website, sanspantsradiocom slash live, and make sure you get in quick, as Brisbane is sold out, Melbourne isn't too far behind, and Sydney and Canberra need to lift their game. Hey everyone, and welcome to today's episode of Why Am I Sad? I'm Joel. I'm George. I'm Ruby. I'm Cass. And we're fine! Hello, sunshine! Hello, blue skies!
3: Hello, lovely day! Ba da ba ba da da. Still so fine. <laughs> <old. laughs> <laughs> right.
1: Made so so that sleazy, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> so
4: fine. I am not out a to say
5: <laughs>
1: fine.
4: <laughs> um, so today is a bit of a different episode. We got an email in at happylittlepod at gmail dot com mm-hmm. asking us for advice. So we thought we'd tackle that one this episode. So our listener emailed in because they. Related to the, uh, I think two episodes ago, we did a show about where you see yourself in the future and talking about being in a job you might not be sort of passionate about and sort Mm -hmm. of going out on the limb to take a creative route. So they've asked for advice with that. So they've emailed in saying that they don't like working in the full-time job environment and it's not for them and they want to go down a creative route. And they're asking for advice and how to sort of Thrust yourself into it. Okay. Trust yourself Ooh. with it. Get over imposter okay. syndrome. Okay. <laughs> take all,
2: all right. those big steps. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll just we'll take this a little bit a little bit by bit because it's like I think it's like it's a long email. There's quite a lot to unpack. And, yeah. Because <laughs> it's just like, all right, let's. How do you give up a full time job and enter the career of the arts? Oh, step one. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think the in George, you're the probably one where you can probably <coughs> you and Cass because you're the ones that have kind of have done that in in a, in a way of like having that full-time job, yeah. and then being like, nah, this instead. Yeah, So I guess we'll take it from there. Like, what made you... I mean, we did discuss it um, a bit in depth, but yeah, what was really the kind of like, no, I, I need to stop doing this? I
1: think that's from the episode where I went into detail about the one yeah, instance yeah, yeah, I had, yeah,
2: yeah. which was uh, that crying episode. Was it um, like... Cause I mean, it's usually my, a good giveaway, of that. I'd <laughs> say, yeah. it's, a, it's a good one. Was there anything, apart from um, having a bit of a breakdown <laughs> in a public bathroom, <laughs> as we've all been... Uh, Was there anything sort of leading to that point before? Because you were Uh, were dabbling in stand-up prior? or Yeah, I was dabbling
1: in creative stuff, like, in general before that. Um, And, yeah, I mean, it was just – it was more looking at – for me, it was, like, as simple as looking at my options for future there Mm. and not seeing anything that I liked in the medium term. So there were some long-term ones. I'm like, okay, eventually getting there, that looks good. But I'm like, but even that, like, as in that's not – do I really want that? And it's like I never actually was like, yeah, like, as in – so that's what it made it really – like I had the, like I always say for me, it was not hard. Like it was really easy because like I literally just looked at the options ahead of me and said none of these are enticing me enough to make me – it was like I was, oh, I really want to do this and I'm enjoying this opportunity, but I've also really want to aspire to this. So like for me, it was actually a pretty easy choice because like I looked at the options and none of them were glowing brightly. Like even now I look at it and say maybe if I was in a slightly different career path, I would might still be there even now. Like as in it was literally for me, it was such a clean-cut option because literally I was looking at – the projected paths from where I was there and everything within the next five years was not something I would enjoy doing. Really. Like, I would still be yeah. able to find something. If I had to do it, I could do it. And there's always... You can always find stuff to enjoy anything. Yeah. I always feel like that, genuinely. Yeah. Um, I'm just lucky enough to not be forced into that situation so I can actually kind of look at other things as well. Because yeah. I'm always very, very self-aware of, like, how <laughs> lucky I am and how much I fluked it and how oh, all yeah. that stuff to be able to have the option to even do it. And if I didn't have those options... Mm still be able to get by and still be able to do something like that. But, yeah, for me...
2: Yeah. yeah, I think there's a lot of, like, stock and just, like, how privileged and lucky I am. Like, even if, like, <laughs> yeah. things came, you know... If things for me really fell through and everything was just, like... Completely like fucked up, and I lost all my like all the money I'd saved, and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that my family will support me and let me sleep in a bed, so yeah, <laughs> or like yeah. help me out in some way. So, oh, mate, I know I'm very, very lucky in that situation. So, that's why, that's why it's like harder to give advice <laughs> of like
1: throw away everything and go do it, or it's like, yeah. You no, don't, I don't need that job yeah. just
2: through yeah. You yeah. Follow your career, you. but oh, I've got two kids I could look after. Who yeah. cares?
1: No, you've got responsibility. <laughs> exactly. It's totally different. That's what I mean. Um, yeah, yeah. So I guess, yeah, that was for me, it was not too complicated. Like, I mean, even as dumb as one of the things where I was working was it had relatively long hours. And for people with really long hours, it wasn't that long, but like, as in it was minimum 10 hours a day, eight to six, minimum. Okay. Right, because that was the minimum. So, as in, it could always be more... Very often, it was more than that. Mm-hmm. But that'd be, like, the minimum. And, like, even that, for me, was, like... If it was just two hours less, if it was just a regular workday, like, like, nine to five... I always dreamed of a nine-to-five job. <laughs> dreamed <laughs> of it. Like even it's literally just two hours. That meant like if you finished at six every day, by the time you got home it was like seven thirty-eight. Yeah. yeah. By the time you ate dinner. It's you. you got to go to bed. Like, as yeah. in it's you my d- life at the moment. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. So when you're looking at it, you're like, I can't even even if I just had a couple of hours extra just so you could dabble in yeah, yeah. the other things, the side projects and things like that. Even that might have made my decision less dramatic because like I kind of didn't have the option to. Because of the hours, like I said, very much that was the minimum was 10 hours. I didn't have the option to go to dabble in other things whilst also pursuing, which is something I might have done otherwise. Mm. But I knew that if I stuck where I was, I wouldn't because I wouldn't have the time to because- um, not the most proactive person, and I don't like anything that much compared to <laughs> sleeping and doing nothing. So yeah. I need a lot of time to do plenty of nothing, and then do the things. So a man
4: after yeah, my, my own, own heart, joy. Yeah,
1: <laughs> so you need
4: nothing time. Yeah, we do. Yeah, but
1: well, you do. don't, but we do. No. <laughs> Some people don't. You
4: need that, like wind down, mm. and then you're like, okay, I can do something now.
1: Yeah, well, you say, but like, I look at now, especially people who have kids. <laughs> like, it just doesn't exist for them ever. Like, they yeah. literally does not exist. Like, they get half an hour somewhere to do something. Like, as in, that's what always amazes me about people like that who then start pursuing something. It's like, man, you must like it yeah. a lot yeah. because that's, yeah, you don't know, get to chill out. Like, as in, your chill out time is with your kids. I need that <laughs> at
5: the end of the day because I, I end up – and it, it's not really my working hours. It's more my commute at the moment. But yeah. I get home so late that it's not – You you need that wind down time Mm. to like switch your brain off and like get ready for bed. And by the time I do that, it's kind of time for bed because I've got to be up really early again. I don't know how people with children who then have to come down and be like switch on for their own kids can do it. I've got so much respect for anyone who like, especially when people are like studying and working and they have children, like absolute superheroes.
1: It's crazy. Mm. In a good way, yeah impressively it's
5: it's phenomenal i think yeah. I think the sad sort of reality of wanting to pursue anything creative is that there's no way you can do it without sacrificing something, and mm. you 've got one mm. of two options: you can either sacrifice salary so you can cut back on your working hours and have that free time to do the thing you love, your little like pet passion project or you sacrifice time, like time that you could be doing other things. Like I work five days a week and I'm mm. here on my day off recording because I like doing it mm. and it's just it's just what you do. And if that – you've just got to go in with the mindset that it probably won't be a career, it would be nice if it was, mm. but not to – not pursue other things to like, ensure that you can still live a life. Like you still need to, at the end of the day, work a job and have some direction outside of it because you can't stake everything into what you do. You've got to do it because it's what you love doing, not because you want to make money out of it.
2: Yeah. 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 I think when I was teaching um, media studies and teaching this kind of like, um, you know, like follow a career in media if you'd like. And a lot of this kind of stuff was... <laughs> and now having basically... Followed a career in media and that kind of stuff. Uh, When anyone asks, like, oh, how do I start a podcast? I want to start a podcast, something like that. I've always been like, well, step one is don't. Um, (laughs) And step two is, like, why do you want to? Because I always kind of think about it. If you're doing this for a career, it's very unlikely that you will succeed in making it a career. And I'm talking from someone who has. (laughs) And I know how lucky I am. I know how rare I am. And I know that... Um, this company that uh, I run is one of a handful that yeah. <laughs> is not only the ability to kind of um, pay for my um, uh, salary, but salary of a couple of others and still turn a profit. So I know that we are in a, such a, a privileged position and we're so lucky and thankful because it, just, it doesn't work out for a lot of people. So I'm always like, look, if, if your plan is to do something and this, it just goes any kind of media thing. Be it like I want to make a short film, I want to make an actual film, I want to, you know, be a YouTube sensation or whatever. It is like chances are you won't. And so what hmm. I tended to do in, uh, in sort of, uh, in sort of teaching this kind of stuff was like effort v reward. A lot of people have a big ideas and grand kind of like, oh, I want to do this, I want to do this, I want to do this. And we we have in, this, in you know this own company kind of internally where people come kind of like, I have a project for this, and they they always come to me like bright eyed and bushy tailed, and there's project laid out, and it usually ends with me being like, okay, here are all the logistical problems, and here are the. <laughs> The um the problems that we're going to face doing this. Here are the cost problems, and here is the kind of like well, at the end of the day, this is going to be the end result. So if you want to do this as a passion project, by all means. But you know, it's taking away time from this, this, and this, which is sort of like where we sort of do a lot of our stuff, yeah. and the reward is not going to be as great as you think it is. So hmm. I'd always <laughs> love to go and <laughs> it's going to be w- w- more work and less satisfying than you think. <laughs> <laughs> all yeah. things so if you're if you're doing it for you, and if you're doing it for um your own sort of personal enjoyment, then by all means do it. But it's it's, it's mm. not going to earn us like accolades, money, or anything like that. <laughs> it, and it's just going to be like that's taking away from what I consider your job uh, in doing. You know, making this over here, but you're now doing making this over there. So i I would often show people um, like sort of different YouTube productions. Uh, it's always fun to kind of go down a, a YouTube hole to try and find like either like a small production company or even bigger production companies. Uh, or even just like just very amateur stuff where people just sort of making content mm. and just seeing the amount of effort that goes in and involves a lot of this for something that is just not great. Um and I don't I don't mean to like to just shit on people's parade because obviously with everything that like, gets produced and made, it's it's someone's time and effort. Yeah. But at the same time I can be like, okay, look, let's just yeah, I'm um, probably vague here because I want to throw anyone under a bus. <laughs> but it was like a friend of mine, like a friend of a friend of a friend kind of stuff. And he sort of helped them make this sort of web series. And it was done in, I, I would consider kind of like as a bit of a wannabe cash grab and trying to um, kind of grab hold of what was popular at the moment. So this was back in like early 2000s. Early um, 2000s? Yeah. No, no, no. Sorry. Early so early 10s? early 10s I want to say going to say There was no yeah. internet back No then No there wasn't <laughs> And I'm like oh, I was in high school then We had
3: stones And <laughs> yeah. we would
2: bang them together For
4: entertainment We had Stone a rapid and
2: calculator In sh- <laughs> yeah. We had game. the
4: landline
2: <laughs> Um, so Dial early... up internet <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do you remember having to like um, You know at like 2am 2 2 having to wrap a jumper Around the dial up <laughs> modem When it cut out And you're halfway through Downloading a very specific pornography you downloaded for like or started downloading at like 8 p.m. No. Just me, you might be on your own. On that no. one, but do you
5: remember when your home phone and the internet was connected and you'd go to yeah. make a call and the phone would be going like absolutely bananas and it'd be no, like, yeah. and it like, oh, someone's using the internet, do not make a
2: call? Mm-hmm. Man. Good times, yeah. Um, so this is early 2010s yeah. maybe <laughs> you want to say, I forget exactly when. When was like, um, ask a ninja. On YouTube, oh, does anyone know when was that was? Late oh, 2000s. Late 2000s. What's that?
5: Sorry, can you please <laughs> inform me? And maybe for any other dumb people out there who don't
2: know. <laughs> so it was this like web series thing where it was like someone would be like almost like an uh, agony aunt type thing. Yeah. But the person behind. <laughs> like, like <laughs> Agony aren't So it's like, like
4: Advice a, asking. Advice asking. column
2: yeah. Okay right And so it was kind of like uh, I have um, Advice about this And so the person Would dress up like a ninja And then give advice But it was coming from A perspective of a ninja Nice And so Funny. there was a, a, a bunch of different Clones of this That would pop mm-hmm. up Because mm-hmm. they would see The success of one And then follow them yep. And try and emulate The success of the other and, and you still see this To this day You see one person Do one thing It becomes successful And suddenly it's kind of Throughout everywhere And everyone's doing The same thing Mm-hmm. And so, sort of friend of a friend, he sort of wanted to make this kind of series and it was very similar. And so, it was like, okay, we can capitalize on this sort of Ask a Ninja thing and ask a blank. And so, they kind of, their own little persona or whatever it was. And then they put a lot of, like, um, it was like a lot of makeup, green screen, <laughs> all this production design. And I'm, I'm looking at it and being like, okay, cool. So, it's like just the makeup alone. Because it's sort of like we're asking a Satan or asking a demon or whatever it was. And it was huh. like, just the makeup alone is going to take several hours mm. to apply <laughs> and all that kind of shit. And then it's just kind of like, then they've done this in the green screen. And then all this like editing are like post-production work. And at the end of the day, the product is just not good. Like the product, it was just, it just, I don't know, it just felt very stale and kind of like, okay, cool. And so I'd always be like, all right, effort v. reward. Mm-hmm. So you spent days basically days piecing this together and trying to edit all this together. And like, and again, learning how to edit, learning how to sound mix, learning all these little tiny technical things. That's that's useful though. It is yeah. very, very mm. useful. And and you're staking. And this is things like, you know, this this podcast that you know, we're currently doing now, it's like this, even this podcast can't be, this is not my first rodeo at trying a podcast. Mm-mm. Like this is make, maybe my third iteration of trying to kind of do something in terms of like an audio production. So it's like, Actually, not even third but fourth or fifth so it's kind of like yeah i learned those skills and they were very helpful but you can kind of see it's like yeah you're not gonna bank on the success of this thing and it's safe if you do all this kind of work and effort and then you're like it's great but it's not really and you put it out there and no one cares and you're kind of like ah i put like weeks or months or even years into this thing. And you're like, oh, what did I do that for?
5: In saying <sighs> that, though, there are loads of ways that you can go about pursuing creative things where you, you're not putting yourself there, out there as much and you're not staking, you know, a career mm. or uh, financially yourself in it. And um, there's things like community radio. Oh, yeah. There's loads and loads of – and there's a loads of creative – communities out there that a lot of people don't realize are so accessible mm. and mm-hmm. also not just accessible but really supportive because you mm. end up in a like-minded community everybody involved will have been in your shoes before where they've never done anything uh, but they feel like they they need a they've got a creative hole that they need to fill mm. in their life and I know I, I know here in Melbourne mm. I'm not sure where the, the writers from, but I know in Melbourne there are community radio stations where you can go and you just pitch a show. Mm. you would be like, I really want to learn about radio. They have little courses you can do. Mm. They're all like charity run, so you pay like not that much mm. to do this course it helps mm. the radio station go and then they'll be like here you can have our 10pm Monday shift and just have your radio show yeah yeah. and it's a really great way of doing it and it's the same for community theatre and community art groups mm. and stuff there's always projects that you can join in on and then you have the bonus of you get to network you get to meet loads of people and even if you're not making a career out of it you're just hanging out with people who like the same things as you which is mm. always good it's
2: exactly. always good Yeah. so you've learnt these sort of skills you've done this kind of stuff to make this kind of thing Um those and if the project that you finish with isn't that great and you've done, kind of like, effort be reward and it wasn't, like, I did a lot of effort and I didn't get much reward out of it, you still learn a lot making it. And I'm, I'm a big supporter and a big kind of, like, cheerleader almost for failing because I think failing is very, very important. Yep. And as I just mentioned, like, you know, this, this company is not my first time doing this. Like, I, I failed a few times piecing together, like, a show or failed a few times piecing together sort of a <laughs> podcast and that kind of shit. So... I learned a lot doing that, and I learned a lot failing, and I think failing is very, 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 very important for us to learn, and it's Uh -uh. okay to fail, in fact, it's in fact, you have really to. It's good oh, to man. fail.
1: Psychologically imagine not failing oh. bit when it happens, it would hurts so much. You want it to happen early. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah like again. Where well, you're all excited, you've got hope, and then yeah. you find out, ah oh, no, yeah. I shouldn't have any hope. I'm an idiot. Yeah, exactly. You wanna you <laughs> well, wanna no watch where this
2: where people don't say no is you watch the Phantom Menace again. Okay? That that's what happens. No one's there saying, mm, don't do that. And that's a bad idea. Phantom Menace is all right. Yeah. Yeah, look, it's the best of the trilogy. Exactly. Um But yeah, so it's like the ability to fail and the ability to learn from failure is so fucking important. And if I was an educator, if I ever went back in that field, it's the one thing I'd really want to really focus on and and tell a lot of um, students. Because I I know teaching, like a lot of um, sort of teenagers, that was like a big thing. It's just like the, 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 the concept of failing, the... You know, getting like an F or even getting like a D is just like, oh my god, I can't do that. It's like, no, it's very important to fail. Yeah. Also,
1: like, so I've got, I've come from a different perspective because uh, I have lots of friends who've done production stuff, not mm. not um podcasts, like filming things where it's like movies mm. and like th- short films and things like that, which are way more of a commitment. Oh fuck like, yeah, way more.
5: Yeah, huge financial steps. Yeah. as well. making a short film is so expensive. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's so expensive and takes so much longer, mm-hmm. and like. That one of the things we learned was like is in when you put too much weight on something where well you end up taking like six months between from the start to the, by the time you edit it and all that stuff, so even like a year. Yeah. You can take do something, and you pre- at the end you produce something and it's fine. It's like it's like, man, you could have done like twelve in that time if you just took all the pressure off, made mm-hmm. it way cheaper and just pumped them out. Mm. And like like even when you're talking about this guy with his makeup, yeah. this devil makeup, it's like if you just stuck on some plastic horns, yeah, that's gonna be fine for now. While you yeah. try and like find out if what you're doing is actually any good, which mm. if you're self-aware enough, you should be able to look at it and be like, mm, maybe this needs maybe some more good. work. But it's like the fact that you're
2: not painted red isn't gonna change the content. Exactly. So like, yeah. like yeah, don't paint yourself red. Maybe <clears throat> don't use like a voice distorter that makes it hard to understand. And see, that's all the this most basic thing
1: that like, <laughs> it's so funny how much people forget that. They're like, God, who's my art? But that's why when people talk about, like, a podcast, like, man, that takes two... Se- you can do it on the bus on the way home. You can yeah. make a podcast of my bus ride home oh, and, like, no. test that out.
2: <laughs> the biggest kind of thing Thanks. is i mean, a lot of podcasts, sort of, like, communities and sort of, like, kind of, like, either sort of, like, lurk in sort of forums, that kind of stuff. And the big thing is, like, oh, what equipment should I use? What should I do? How do I do this? And it's like, fucking anything. Mm. Like, the amount of people are like, oh, what microphones do we use? And I'm like, now we are using, like, fairly expensive setup. But when we started... We were using like thirty-dollar mics, as in thirty dollars for four mics, <laughs> and it was just like bare essential stuff. And it was like, yeah, we we spent maybe uh, probably two hundred Australian dollars setting up to get a basic mixer, some very basic mics, and some very basic leads. And that was it. Mm. And then it's all you really need to do is, like, don't worry too much about the setup. And people are like, oh, how do I soundproof my room? You don't need to. <laughs> like, you should see the setup we it's have. So We've fun. just <laughs> badly stuck up some foam um, fucking soundproofing. I don't even know if we need it. I actually <laughs> genuinely don't. I, uh, sometimes take... I'm like, well, it would be nice if we had some wall art instead. But I, I don't know just how much that um, helps the 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 sound quality, I would argue, probably not that much. Mm. You know what I mean? Hell, in this episode alone, I think you've heard the dog yawn and shake around, and its collar moving. So
4: again, it doesn't matter too much. <laughs> yeah. I you think I take a lot of the soundproofing off with my bum as I leave a lot of the time because
2: <laughs> uh-huh. 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 I squish
4: it with the. It's like the it's right next
5: to the chair. <laughs> yeah,
4: it's a small
5: room, and like you back into it as you like scooch backwards. <laughs> but if you listen to like. I'm a big fan of going back and if I really love a podcast and because I go through them so quickly, I Mm. churn through those motherfuckers because (laughs) my commute is so long. Uh
3: Um,
5: uh I'm getting to the stage where I'm now going back and listening to podcasts from the beginning, like Mm. episodes (laughs) from like two years ago of some of my favourite shows. And you listen back and the sound quality is just – horrendous on these now really slick professional productions mm. because at the start obviously somebody's doing this in their basement but it didn't matter because the content was really good and then that drove a fan base which then in turn allowed them <coughs> to be able to invest more in like better sound quality equipment and yeah. stuff but at, at the start like you don't know. No. You're, not, you're used to listening to their crap mics or whatever yeah. in the the guy's basement or whatever. Yeah. You don't care because yeah. it's funny or it's interesting or mm. <laughs> like,
2: there, there are some basic, like, techniques. Okay, look, if there's, like, four of you, uh, have a microphone each. Maybe cut that to three uh, when you're starting off because you don't really know and that kind of thing. And there's some really, like, basic kind of things. I'm like, okay, here's some very, very broad advice. But I remember one of, the, like, the very early um, TOEFOPs, of Will Anderson and, uh, and Charlie Clawson, their show is, like, they are... They're incompetent when it came to tech. And one episode is just recorded on an iPhone, it's sitting on a kitchen bench, while one of them works out how to use the mixer. And it's one of the funniest episodes. Because they're funny people and they're sort of engaging and it's just about that sort of content rather than just like, oh, it sounds amazing. And yeah, there are there are audiophiles out there who's like, I will refuse to listen to something if it's not two hundred and something bits per mm, moment. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you later. the one that knows that? No. I don't. God. Like the amount of like post-production work, like uh, in terms of like sound design and um, the technical knowledge, I just don't know because I just have never needed to.
1: And back with that though, and this is, it goes back again looking at the film production, people putting all this effort into grading and stuff. It's like, man, most people are going to stare at this with the light reflecting off their phone. They're not going to be able to see it at all. Yeah. And it's like, they're going to be listening to it on some shitty <laughs> iP- or like Apple headphones where you can't even hear half of it anyway. Yep. Turned up to full volume and yep. most of it's escaping out to annoy everyone else on the bus. Yep. Like it does not matter. Yeah. Like, as in, sorry, it doesn't. Yeah. Like, as in, people just aren't gonna be doing it. Like, uh, in, it. I
2: remember last year or two years, whenever the Jungle Book came on um, Netflix, remember <laughs> in the midst of a migraine, lying on a couch on my shitty iPhone, watching the Jungle Book and being like, ah, like half clo- eyes closed, being like, ah, yes, just as the filmmaker intended. Yeah. <laughs> It's just, yeah, I think people spend way too much time and focus on like, oh, it needs to be perfect before it gets out there. It's like, give it a patch first. And that said, if it isn't like what you imagine what success is, because success is always hard to define. Hmm. I don't know what success means. I don't know what that does. I, I don't know. That's entirely up to you. It's individual. I can look at my company and what we've made, and I can be like through a few different sort of um, barometers, we're successful. I don't consider myself successful because I just – I don't think I ever will. Uh, that's just a problem for me. But it's just like, yeah, is it like – is it financially successful? Are you having a, a listenership Are people kind of engaging? And like, you know, you can kind of go through your own kind of criteria for what success is. And that's entirely up to you. But I don't know what success means. I don't yeah. know. And if it's not successful, that's fine. Try again. What did you learn from it? That's always what um you – know, I'm always kind of like roll the dice, have a gamble and see what happens. But yeah, so it's kind of like if you want to pursue something, just give it a bash, yeah. Like but that's, just, just try, just keep.
1: See it, like, you? Don't have to commit yeah, everything, everything yeah.
2: to it. Yeah, like, Yoda you, was wrong. There is a lot of try <laughs> in this. Okay, yeah. just try. Yeah.
4: I think like um, a lot of s- talking about find like risk v reward. Mm. I think a lot of that is figuring out what you want your reward to be, yes. like your like risk v reward for you know someone might be their reward is producing something that they would want to watch, even if that means spending three months on it Mm. when it could be done in one or something and it comes (laughs) out of it being like, well, I'm happy with what I did and it's really just for me. Yeah. That's awesome. Your risk-free reward works out because you're so happy with what you've done. If you're wanting to get a lot of people you Know watching, listening, doing A, B, C, or D, there are other avenues that you'd take to make sure that your reward balanced out your risk, mm. but you just need to figure out what you want your reward to be. So it might not match up with what you know, mm. what Joel's saying is like his version of reward, well, which yeah, is listenership, or things like that, but um, yeah, so like, assuming again, you would like that,
2: <laughs> a project for example, like um, of, of of us now versus us six years ago, it's very mm. different.
4: Oh, hundred percent.
2: Because, you know, now we have like a lot more at stake. So, again, it, it then becomes a lot more risk. So, yeah, that's sort of what I mean. So, if you have a very low risk and a very like low bar for what is your reward or whatever, that's great. That's always good to start off with. Yeah.
4: yeah. Measure them against each other, but you need to figure out what you want as your reward and how you're going to define your own success. Hmm. And if you can work that out, and it can change, like that's completely fine. Uh, but clearly. It, that's if you're wanting to change something to do- in your own version of successfully, you need to figure out what that is because if you're potentially change careers for it, you want to make sure it's something that you are happy to pursue and that you're going to keep wanting to go back to and that you're passionate about and things like that.
2: Yes.
5: That and also uh, I think when you're doing something like just say if this is specifically what you wanted to do. If you wanted to do podcasting or you wanted to do radio and you start your own little gig <coughs> at your basement or at a community radio station, that in and of itself, it kind of – it's secondary whether or not the first thing you try is successful because, like Joel said, it's all about learning skills. Definitely. And from that, it's just, just getting your foot in the door is such a good launching pad for you to go on and do other things because maybe your first go isn't amazing, but you've learned skills, um, <coughs> that potentially will be valuable for an employer. So you can go. You you know you're beefing up your creative CV, and then you can go and say, oh. "Hey, I can do these basic things. Can I get a job?"
1: Also, like you're gonna suck for really long. <laughs> oh, yeah. really long. Like I still <laughs> suck. I think I'm starting to suck slightly less in like the last year and a half, maybe. But like that's nah. I mean, still <laughs> in a bit, Like as in, like you suck for way longer than you think you're gonna suck. So you don't know, be in denial because oh, that's yeah, the only reason yeah, yeah. you never do anything. But, like, yeah, you're going to suck for
5: ages. So, you might as well practice. What sort of creative stuff you want to do as well. Because if you want to, if this is what you want to do and you want to host, Mm. that's going to be difficult and you probably will suck for a while and everyone sucks for ages. But if you get into the creative biz, but you think, man, I'd be really good at something behind the scenes, that's a skill that is a lot more employable. Mm. So, Mm. even if you do your like, your own show on the side and you have a lot of fun with it, if you can then turn around and say, but I can also do X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not asking for you to put me on air, then that's something that you can, mm. you know, push yeah. towards an actual career. So it it yeah. kind of just depends if you want to be, do you want to host your own show? Do you want to... Get sort of creative content out there, or do you just want to work in the creative business because yeah. it's two different things yeah as
2: well. All right. being a like, yeah, yeah being a producer is very, very important <laughs> 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 having a point, but um Sorry, like but... producer skills are are integral to sort of like the creative industry, and a lot of uh, people kind of tend to forget that they're just like, I want to be a star, and I'm gonna be on the stage and get out of my way, and it's just like. Every person that you see on stage, every person you see in front of a camera, every person you see behind a mic, they have a team. (laughs) And they've had a whole, like, a lot of people helping them out. And they are basically the unsung heroes of of this sort of creative industry. And, yeah, producers are worth their weight in gold. And a good producer, oh, my God, I would would never want to leave the house without them. (laughs) Um, A bad producer, my God, please, shoot me in the head. But... There are ways to do that, and and I know a lot of people prefer, well, not a lot of people, but some people prefer to have that kind of spotlight. I think we mentioned this. So I mentioned the last episode, so, yeah. <clears throat> um, but the, the sort of like the pride that you can take when it's like I helped create something. And it, it is it is real, it's tangible to be like, oh my God, this is fantastic. The people that I helped to get to a point and now look at them now, it's fantastic. And I kind of uh, contribute to that way and I help shape them mm. to that. Uh, I find that deeply rewarding um, as more of a producer role. So, like, th- there is ways you can do that if you yourself are like, look, I like being um, in front of a mic, but then again, I know that... X and Y are much better at this um, than I. I remember uh, going and watching a talk. T- um, it was, I forget the producer's name, so very sorry, um, but the producer of Hamish and Andy. And it was kind of like, you know, Hamish and Andy, this big Australian um, comedy duo, comedy duo uh, on on radio. They they started off in community radio and then they sort of kept going. And, like, initially there was a, a few of them, I think, from memory. And then one of the guy was like, you guys are funnier without me? Uh, I'm happy to be involved and I'll happily do a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff mm. and produce it, but you guys are just are tight as is. Yeah. So, I'm going to step back. And a lot of that is kind of realising that and taking that to be like, okay, cool, no, I, you guys work as is. I'm just going to take a step back. So, there's also like that path to take as well, if that is something you're curious about or interested in doing.
4: Yeah. With uh, things like, because talking about sort of, we've talked about George leaving his job with me leaving my job. Mm. I guess it was a bit similar in a way that all of a sudden it was like, oh, hang on, this isn't what I want to do forever. Um, I think I mentioned mine. Like I wanted to do, like I wanted to work for Sans Pants like one day a week Mm -hmm. and um, I was getting really stressed at work, which was honestly more my own mental health stuff than work. The place I worked was so lovely. Everyone was really just wonderful which is probably why it took me so long to realize it wasn't what I wanted to do forever but all of a sudden it was like well I'm spending 40 hours a week building a skill that I I enjoy while I'm doing and I enjoy while I'm there but it's not a skill that I want to take elsewhere it's not something that I want to be able to build into a career because when I think of what I want to do for the rest of my life it's building things and it's Mm. being creative and having that like when I first came into this company, you were like, "What do you want to do?" And I was like, "I just quit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't planning on quitting, and I, now I have, and I don't know." Um, sorry. And um, in terms of, and I guess okay. So for me, doing this job is now my sole job. Mm. Um, when I first started, I started in like a smaller role, and so I and I had planned to do this, and it, I think I still think it was the best thing I've ever done, but I had. Inherited some money and I'd saved a heap and I just lived off of savings <laughs> for the few months while I worked my way up into like a different role and trying mm. to do more for the company. And that, yeah, cost a lot, but risk for reward, I'm so happy where I am. But it, it took a lot to sort of be like, I have to save money mm. so that I can get a start somewhere and even
1: there, you knew like there was structure there it wasn't just completely wildly yeah blowing all your savings on a long crazy long shot like you could see the clear benefits from that as well yeah yeah
4: and that's what i and that's what i really wanted to do but i know that i'm really lucky the fact that i already had a head start that i already was saving (laughs) for a house (laughs) When am I buying a it? house? It's crazy. It's <laughs> <is> so expensive. <laughs> I don't want a house. Have you just seen the price? I'm not. No. Uh, I am need to live in my tent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tent's free. Tent breaks. Uh, how much for uh, this
2: two back? 400k, you are saying? What does that look yeah. like?
4: I
3: don't no. know. Yeah,
4: don't want to I was lucky that I would already had all these things set up that I could then have a background, uh, like something to fall back on when I was like, no, I actually want to give this a proper go. And I... I'm very grateful that I was so lucky in that but moving into it it was sort of like okay coming into it I've now realized cuz yeah when we mm. Joel and first had the conversation it's like what you want to do I'm like ah uh, be funny on mic um, <laughs> and now there are like background stuff that I'm becoming more interested in and like being part of a company being like well what else can I do to help like the idea of doing anything else now like doing another job for money to me now seems like a waste of time because what I want my time to be contributing to is building this thing that I'm a part of. So it becomes something you want to do and you want to invest all your time into. And I think that's a really strange thing. I might've spoken about this previously, but about creative industries, when you are the product, it's very different from going to your job, coming home. You're like, Oh, that was work because it's always you. Mm. So, and I think the thing that keeps you going and sort of, can hold you back sometimes to say, I'm not good enough. I'm never going to be good enough. You know, I sucked. I still suck sort of a thing. That is the thing that is constantly going to drive you to do better and better. And that's the things that got humans inventing things and making roads and societies. Like we always want to, as humans, we always strive to be better and better and better. And we always want more than what we have. And so if you do ever find yourself getting that feeling where you just sort of, am like, ah, I I just keep wanting more and more and more. I'm never going to be good enough thank that feeling because it got you to where you are, (laughs) but you don't, like, it's not ever going to stop, so you can
5: sort of just let it be if that makes sense. I think it's also really important to surround yourself with people and I think this is what's really good about the creative industry because outside of doing this, like, I think all of us have been involved in, like, creative stuff as well. Like, I know Cassie and I both did theatre, George does stand-up. Joel, I'm sure you've done lots of things as well. He's not art in, school so.
2: <laughs> art school, amateur theater. look, you've
5: done everything. <laughs> it was too long to list it all, but um, they tend to be really supportive spaces, yeah. yeah,, and you can't really do it on your own, just logistically, it's really difficult to do any sort of creative pursuit on your own, like you can't make your own short film and act in it and direct it and <laughs> write it. And it's the same with theatre unless you want to do your <laughs> one-woman show or mm. or whatever. Usually you need a team yeah. um, at any given point. And I think that we probably take for granted because we've always sort of been around in that space that mm. not everybody has that team just ready to go. Yeah. And that's when it's really important to kind of put yourself out there and finding people who can be that team and who can be supportive and can be like for Cassie Um, she's been lucky in that she when, <laughs> when she's been in moments where she hasn't completely trusted herself she's been mentored by other people in sans pants um, and they're creating a safe space for her to you know be herself and be funny and become a professional in this industry and It means that like when you have those moments where like, ah, I suck at everything, you've got other people around you to be like, No, you don't. Hmm. You're actually all right. And Hmm. that's really important as well. um, because imposter syndrome, everyone has it. So and everyone's got anxieties about putting themselves out there. So you just gotta make sure that you have people around you who can be like, Hey, I mean you don't suck that much.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Suck a little, but it's
4: it's impossible to keep doing something and not get better. Like I can't remember where I read it, probably on the internet, but the <laughs> the thing of, like, if you want to have, like... Read an
2: article, maybe a meme, no. I have to say. <laughs> oh,
4: maybe I dreamt hurt. it, a dream. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um... I remember talking to my friend once and I was like, I read this article, title, I skimmed it. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I skimmed the article. Nope, didn't even open it. And she was like, thank you for being so honest. I'm like, yeah. Anyway, this idea.
1: It's like when people share stuff on like, I remember some people share stuff on like Facebook and you're like, you didn't read this article at all, did you? just doesn't
2: think what you think. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, just... (laughs)
4: Oh, <laughs> well,
1: th-
2: I won't go, that's a
4: tangent <laughs> <laughs> Well, this, this thing, comment, whatever it was Was mm-hmm. talking about um to better understand the passage of time Watch someone learn an instrument Which, like, struck me Because I've known people throughout my life I've seen them pick up an instrument and be like I want to learn how to do this And then they stick at it And then all of a sudden they're great at it Because they practice And there's no way you can't get better If you don't keep practicing If you don't keep at something And if you don't constantly go out and put the effort into learn things. And I know like that's something that I personally get crushed by daily because like I um there's all these things that I want to be able to do and be better at. Like um, I've wanted to do the splits for my literally whole life. And then I will watch people stick at exercise and stick at flexibility and they can do the splits now. I'm like, well, you could have done that if you put in the work. (laughs) I don't want to do it (laughs)
2: instantaneously. I so I guess
4: that's more of a me problem. But the point is, if you stick at something yeah. and you put in the effort to learn the skills, you can't yeah. not be better at it. So if you start at something and you're like, oh, I'm not great, <laughs> think of anyone in your life who has learned to play the guitar because they weren't good when they started. <laughs> yeah. like,
2: and, and this is the thing, like, we've got to, especially in our sort of media landscape, all the stories of, like, autobiographies, all the stories about, like, people coming from, rising from nothing and becoming, like, a great person. It's, like, half of those, if not all of them, are lies. Cool. <laughs> like, you know, you, you listen to or you read or you watch or whatever, like, um, I know, it's like, say, uh, Michael Jordan, like, how he um, frames his beginning years. And it's just, like, that's not really what happened like you were an amazing basketball player and you got a lot of attention that kind of stuff but even he has to be like no i was an underdog you, you look at like prince as well it's just like no no i was an, like an underdog and like i came from a bad family and my dad was an asshole but it's like no his dad was quite lovely and, yeah. and very supportive and helpful people said i'd never get anywhere yeah <laughs> so. it's just like no no i don't think that's true <laughs> um so for some reason in our wonderful minds as collective as humans. We need to be like, no, it needs to be an underdog story. People have to like rise out of shit and only help themselves and it's just this thing that I just don't think really exists. And and maybe it does. Maybe it does. Maybe there's like one person out there who <laughs> they did like they uh um, help themselves get to where they are. But well, Malcolm Gladwell's got a great book no. about that called Outliers. Oh fuck, it's so good. Yeah, yeah
1: that's exactly. That's, that's one of the ones I was people who come bothered <laughs> reading. I was like, mm. that's probably a good starter because it's pretty interesting. Yeah, ah, I'm a big um, fan of all of Malcolm
2: Gladwell's yeah. books. There, yeah. Goliath, yes, please. Um,
1: <laughs> but yeah, it's exactly that. like you don't see. There's mm. no such thing. Like, there's a whole community behind everyone. Yeah, basically. yeah, and
2: and like the the phrase to pull oneself up by your bootstraps, mm. it was originally said as as an impossibility because yeah. you can't. <laughs> you you literally cannot pull yourself up by your bootstraps it's like try doing it at home <laughs> Yeah. Sit on the floor, put some mm-hmm. boots on and try pulling yourself up by your bootstraps. It's hard. Unless you, you hang can't. from a cliff and it's boot <laughs> caught in the cliff and you're hanging from it by your own bootstraps then. Yeah. But for some reason this sort of um this Don't phrase has been sometimes given. Just give up. Let go. Life is like a game of poker. Sometime you know when to fold, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but this kind of this, this, this phrase of like pull yourself up by your bootstraps is now kind of being like I'm a self made person. It's it's just It doesn't exist and we've bastardized Mm. it to what it means. To be like, Mm. no, it originally meant that you had help. You had a team. (laughs) You have people behind you. And even if it's the people that wasn't a direct help for you, it's like, no, there's there's other things involved in your life that have gotten where you are. It's like free
1: will doesn't exist anyway. Exactly.
2: (laughs) But I think uh, I remember uh, when President Obama years ago, he came and said like, you know, to get to where you are now, it's like you had help. And, like, the right-wingers kind of tore him apart. But it's like, no, like, listen to what he's fucking saying. Yeah. He was just, like, saying, like, you know, where you had to go from A to B, there was roads. Who built those roads? Mm. And all those kind of stuff like that. It's like this this, this, this giant support network that we as humanity <laughs> has built is very fucking important and that works at a macro level and a mm. micro level.
4: I think that's my favorite part about doing anything in the creative industry is the collaboration and getting to work with people because when I was younger doing theatre and stuff, if you go to devise a piece and you have someone to bounce off of, it becomes tenfold. You have the input of so many people. I remember when Beyonce released Lemonade and she got ripped to pieces by a lot of people because she had so many writing credits on her album and to know that she was at a stage where she could collaborate with so many other artists, I was like, God, imagine being so popular that you could have that many resources and that many people who are wanting to work with you. I thought that sounded so impressive and cool. Mm. And the fact that people were ripping it to pieces, I was like, you don't know what goes into it. Mm. Like, And collaboration in the creative industry is vitamins. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. is so good to bounce an idea off of someone, work with someone and create something mm. in a team. Yeah.
5: yeah. It's yeah. a really good first step as well. If you're If you're just getting overwhelmed by everything and you're not quite sure whether or not you're ready to like, Slap your boss across the face and be like,
2: "I quit! Fuck you all!"
5: Um, <laughs> the first thing you can do is find yourself that community yeah. because you can't step out of where you are at the moment until you have people to help hold you up. Yeah, start doing like one thing on on you know, sacrifice a day off, sacrifice an evening. Yeah, go out, join that community radio. Or just, like, grab some friends together if you've already got some friends who are interested, you know, start that podcast, like, muck around, start learning some things. And then when you build that confidence and when you are building each other up, that's when you can start taking it seriously, taking a serious step towards cutting back on what you don't want to do and spending a lot more time with what you want to do because the more people mm. that are invested in it, the easier it's going to be to make that leap.
2: Yeah. 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 And I think you're really nailing the the head there where when it comes to any sort of creative thing, there is sacrifice. And it, yeah, be it salaries or relationships, time, money, there's always going to be something that you're going to have to give up to pursue something that you want to do. And you need to be like, is that worth it? Hmm. And sometimes you're going to be yes. And there's going to be a lot of people in your life that are going to be like, no, it's not. And do, do listen to them because sometimes <laughs> they might be correct.
3: Yeah, and they mean um, well.
2: And they do mean well. They're always looking, looking out for you. But, of course, you know, don't take everything that everyone says to heart. Just kind of take yeah. it in and kind of, you know, process it yourself. Especially not our advice. Yeah, oh, yeah. God. Oh, yeah. Ignore <laughs> it all. But
5: you, I think if you're going to take that step, though, you should keep in mind that you should be doing it for the right reasons. Do it if it's what you feel like it's, it's going to make you happy regardless of if you make a career out of it and regardless if you you make any money and if the idea of never making a career out of it Mm. never making any money is if if that's deterring you then you then don't don't do it because you probably won't chances are you won't and you should you shouldn't you know invest all that time or resources into something if you're not going to love doing
3: it. Well, exactly.
1: But that, that just comes back to the same thing, like, as in, suss it out. Like, yeah. You don't have yeah. to make any decision <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. at all. Yeah. Like, in, dip your toes in the water. Yeah. Like, that's all you've got to <laughs>
1: do for anything. Like, yeah. in, yeah. Like, I was still sussing out everything before. I, I didn't quit, like, completely out of nowhere. Like, I was spent several you're, years. You're a thorough sussing stuff boy. out. Yeah. And then, even in the first steps of trying out this new thing, it was like, I was getting lots of easy wins pretty early on. Probably too many, misleadingly <laughs> too many at the start. <laughs> but it's good i had him then cuz it made me stick to the ground but yeah like definitely suss it out and like mm. that's the key like and then you'll know anyway like you don't no have idea. to you d- you don't have to pick anything ever yeah. yeah you just check out enough things you'll just make the decision without really trying you're exactly. like yeah this wasn't a tough nothing's a tough choice in that sense like yeah. you're like well yeah i had to do this cuz like this is what i liked or whatever yeah. or i didn't like it so i didn't do it like mm. you just don't have to commit yeah. like, that's- quitting is so good you can quit anytime oh you can yeah. just do
4: it and i will admit since quitting my job my mm. like old one to pursue this and mm. a big advocate for it. If anyone ever comes to me and is like, oh, you know, I'm doing this job, I don't like it. In the back of my head, I'm like, oh my God, just quit. You can just quit. But <laughs> you need to consider the logistics. Like, oh, yeah. Um, yeah.
2: Unfortunately, yeah. we do live in a system where we need to um, get money to then pay for food, <laughs> <laughs> to then we put in our mouth. You can't uh, live
4: without money. So um, I we don't know your particular situation, but if you are working full-time, Make sure you're looking into a way to start it up, like dipping your toes in the water, as it were. Maybe you can take some leave or take a day off or even just do it outside of work hours to start off with to see if you like it. And you can just try everything. Like if you start doing like podcasting, for example, and you're like, oh, I don't like it. If there's something about it you like, try that. Just keep trying stuff until you find something you like because- Life's long
5: enough. Yeah.
1: Just try it. one new thing a month. Then mm-hmm. also, we don't
5: we don't know what you are doing currently as a career, and there's probably some sort of profession out there that marries <coughs> what you're doing and the creative industry as well. If you are really, if like if you're really really good at like events, I don't know, you're like event manager or whatever. Um, there are there are skills that are always transferable from your current profession to something in the creative industry. So look at what you're already good at. Maybe try to sidestep. And then from there you can build up extra skills that you're lacking so you're not losing any money or
4: anything. Because yeah. yeah. that, you know, as much as we don't want it to be, it is important, needed to live. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then again, when it comes to, weirdly when it comes to like money and income, it is weird like when you really break it down, like how much you don't really need to survive. Yeah, Like <laughs> when you are really scraping by. I know when I first sort of lost my job. Teaching a university and then sort of just uh, living off the what we were sort of getting to the podcast, which back then wasn't a lot. Like it just made enough if I was very careful to cover rent, bills, and some food. <laughs> so, but it was just like, okay, cool. I I know exactly what to do, and so you do. You sacrifice, and and then it wasn't about sacrificing. Uh, it was, you know, sacrificing, you know, things I enjoyed. And Mm. so, you know, it's like, all right, I'm not going to have this for dinner. I'm not going to have go out and do this. I'm just going to do this instead. And so you end up kind of making those sort of conscious decisions when it comes to money. And so, yeah, just have a look at where you are. And I'm I'm always a big um, advocate for getting data. I always like data about my own life. Like yeah. some of the stuff oh, yeah. I love playing, like you know, in like um, any sort of game, like Grand Theft Auto, or whatever. And I used to go to, like your stats, and it's like, how many hours have I spent doing this? And I'm like, <laughs> that's neat to know. I wish yeah. I had that in my life. Ah, the dream. Ah. Uh, I just want a big old stat block for me mm. to be like, this is how many hours you spent sitting. Oh, I think <laughs> we, whoops. I
4: think me so, you and Jack mm, were talking about that once. Like, mm. like the perfect heaven is just a screen where you get to type in any stat. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. How many birds flew directly over my head? Oh, <laughs> interesting.
2: <laughs> Some big, like, so yeah, so more than yeah. average. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? So I'm always. Yeah, I always like getting data first. So, it's always been like, uh, I think it just comes from like, you know, it can, can applies to most things really. To like, yeah, budget, uh, money, income, um, exercise, food, what, you, what you're doing. And like, there's like all these little apps and stuff. You can be like, what did I eat today? And you just put it in. And a lot of people are like, I'm ashamed of what I ate, so I'm not going to put it in <laughs> But it's like, <laughs> no, that's, it's good because then it gives you a baseline. <laughs> Mm. Look at what you're you're getting and what you're spending your money on and how can you reduce any of those? Because, you know, for me, it's just like, okay, cool. Yep. Well, I got, you know, this much money and okay, I got to rent, I got to do this, I got to do that. Um, and so, suddenly you kind of like really break that down to be like, okay, maybe I don't need to get this. Maybe I can sacrifice this and go over here instead. And so... Um, and then there's some really good books out there and there's some really good sort of like, again, apps. I know uh, Barefoot Investor is a really good one for um, finance if you're if you're looking to kind of like work out how to save more money or how to kind of um, uh, make money work better for you. It's a really, really good book and full of so much useful advice. So, yeah, don't just kind of leap in without looking as, as much as I love that song from La La Land. Um, <laughs> maybe have a bit of a look first. Uh, <laughs> Because again, you you don't want to fuck yourself over for the for the long term. No. And I, I'm a um, this this company was was built on the motto short term sacrifice, long term reward. Mm. And and so a lot of that I I kind of have in my own personal life, where I'm like, well, if I sacrifice over here for a little bit, then ah, in the long term, hopefully things will work <laughs> out all right. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and that's sort of uh so, you yeah, have a a have a, have a bit of dip of a toe in the water and see what's going on. Because again, you might be like, I really want to do it and realize, oh, I hate this. Not for me.
1: <laughs> that's what I mean. It's so, like, it's all you got to do. Yeah. Because mm. you got to kind of enjoy sucking as well, a little bit. That's how it's, oh, yeah. it is for the first few, like, yeah. long time. You got to be like, <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
1: that's how you know you like it
2: when you just keep <laughs> coming yeah. back again, again, yeah. again and, and again. Again and again and again and again.
1: Like, why are you here? It's like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't I'm
2: again. too much of a coward to flog myself. So, yeah. this is what I do. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so and then, yeah, and getting was it? Um, they were asking about uh, how we get over imposter syndrome. Was some yeah. of the other sort of uh, points to <laughs> bring up? Because you I, don't, you don't. <laughs> um, yeah. You just don't, you fake it till you make it. Uh, it, it I haven't discussed the day. You can't stop there. <laughs> yeah,
5: that's why it's so important to have people around you who. I mean. Anytime you're going to pursue anything creative, there will always be people who will be concerned about your um, sanity. Um, <laughs> uh, what do you mean you want to be an actor? Um, but what yeah. will you do as your real job? Yeah, about, like, What's your like, how would you make money? Yeah, um, and that's always going to happen. But you should also equally surround yourself with people who are going to be like, n- well, supportive but also constructive. And yeah. Mm. And uh, let you know how you can improve yourself, and that's gonna counterbalance any sort of anxieties yeah. that you have, and hopefully you don't like spiral into mm. a pit of your own self despair. Yeah, yeah mm. it happens, it does. But you know,
4: that's Look, like what's so. the worst that's gonna
2: happen? People might laugh at you. Yeah. Oh no!
5: <laughs>
4: if or, you wanted them or to, then laugh. great. Or not laugh at
2: you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. uh, I remember yeah. uh, listening to uh, Kevin Smith's um, autobiography, and he was his big advice was to really surround yourself with people who are like, who always say, why not?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, rather than surrounding yourself with people who are saying, oh, why? So, it's like, I want to do this. Oh, why? It's so, it just automatically puts up a wall and puts you on the defense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, if you surround yourself with people who are like, no, why not? Mm-hmm. That's, you're going to automatically have a, a lot more of a positive time because I'm like, yeah, why not? Why not do that? Why not give that a go? Oh man, that's, this is slightly, that reminds me because this thing, I,
1: well, when I went traveling, I met, went, met up with a friend afterwards who was like, an annoying person to travel with, it's just the worst. But <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. lesson. But one of the things he'd had was like, where anything you did, he would always be like, oh, all right. Like that kind of attitude, which meant like, all of a sudden, whatever you're picking to do has all this added mm. extra pressure where you're like, trying to prove that it works or that it's fun what you're doing because that person's not <laughs> questioned it. So it's like. I don't want to do anything now. I'm not going to do this with that attitude around. Like, yeah, I'll just yeah, sit yeah. here. Yeah. If you're going to be like that because it means like if it did, if we did do something that was fun, he'd be like, "Oh, that was alright." Hmm. If it if it ended up not working out, they'd be like, "I oh, told See? you." See, it's like, well, <laughs> I'm just going to do nothing then. Yeah. So like that definitely impacts you when people like don't have yeah. that energy. All of a sudden, they all of a sudden all the pressure is just on you. Like yeah. they're they're like, "Oh, I'm saying this is probably going to fail," and then like. Well, fuck you then. I'm just not going to hang around you. You're yeah. the worst. Like, you're not helping. Them. Why? Why am I keeping you around? You better yeah. have a very big plus <laughs> aside from that.
2: Yeah, it's just kind of that. Um, I always love looking. Uh, like, uh, if, if everyone's in Gallagher. Yeah. 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 Um, so at the end, where it's just like, so the whole concept is um, uh, Mr. Gallagher himself. He is an invalid, <laughs> uh, which means he's not great. So uh, everyone's like, you're going to be shit. And his brother, who is like. Um, very good is, like, genetically modified to be, like, perfect. And they would always do this, like, race when they were kids and um, in, in, so in the ocean. And it was, like, uh, even though Mr. Gattaca wasn't that great uh, in theory, he would always swim further than his brother. And so uh, – Not always. Oh, yeah, it was always. Once. Oh, once, once one time. One time. <laughs> and that's how got, are you doing this, Vincent? And he was <laughs> – yeah, 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 Such a good moment. Such a good fucking – oh, my God. God. And so his brother gets obsessed by this, like, how did you beat me? How did you beat me? And then you find out at the very end, it's just like I didn't save anything for the way back. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's just like you got to kind of like don't have in your head that you're gonna fail.
1: That's that's the other side. <laughs> the, other, the flip side of it That's that, just...
2: that's that's a bit later. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you do need that, and you need the self. You do need the crazy self confidence once you're committed, mm. which is like looking the mirror every day and being like, "You are amazing," and you yes. just ignore what everyone says and barrel ahead, mm. but. When you're selecting, you don't need that because you don't even know yet. So it's like uh, it's (laughs) it's a it's a difference of degrees. That's what's so complicated about this because you can sit here and say we mean it here at this point, but here at another point. Because yeah, Yeah. when you're picking, don't commit and Mm -hmm. definitely try a million things and do all that. But if you've now officially on that path because you hopefully you've picked it based yeah, on something, you quit evidence, your job. Yeah, that's like, when you need the unrivaled self- You are ignoring whatever the fuck those idiots say. You are beautiful. And like, <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if this one man puppet show is going to be a success. Like is <laughs> Not that yeah. I'm speaking from experience, but let's uh, see. <laughs> like, those are two different things, yeah. and those are two very different things. And like, so, but when you're picking, you've got to be a bit more like yeah. reasonable. But then it, once you're
3: in, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I, I had a, yeah, um, a fr- like uh, back when I was a little youth, uh, a friend who went to clown college or clown school or whatever. And the thing is, like, when they all go, like, no one's good at one thing. And mm. so, when you first go there, they're like, all right, let's try you at juggling, let's try you at basic planning around, let's try you at tumbling, let's try you at this. And they make you try everything. Mm. And then they see what you're good at, and then they just focus in. And so that's kind of what you got to do, is you've got to be like, all right, I want to know as an array of stuff. Well, if I dabble here, double here, double here, and then it's like, okay, where, where, what did I either naturally or enjoyed, uh, and focusing on that. And mm. then just kind of like, nourish that little part, mm. and then hope it'll grow.
4: Mm. And if you're having any trouble... With confidence, getting started on trying things out. If you're having trouble having confidence in yourself, have confidence in your tries because they're always going to be great. You're never going to regret trying something. Um, oh, okay. Look, I'm sure. I'm sure people can. <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah. Do you?
1: I don't know if you do. Like, as in, when you actually try something, I'm still waiting because I love. I love reviewing anything I do and being like, do you regret doing that? <laughs> Keep waiting for the one where I regret it. And Very, very – I can't even pick one where it's like <laughs> genuinely like, oh, my God, why did I do that? Unless, like, you lost the – Yeah, yeah, like yeah. A limb. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you something You shouldn't really have wrestled dark. that line. Well, very dark. Yeah.
4: Well, in terms of looking at different career options, if you're trying to figure out what you want to do to find something that makes you really happy and fulfilled, have confidence in the tries because when you try something – it's a big list, and you're culling them, and then eventually yeah. you'll come down to one thing that you love.
5: Yeah, it's and okay to hope- try something and be like, I hate this. That's so fine. <laughs> how, how good's
4: that? You knocked that off real quick. Mm, Boom. I don't, if yeah, you I'm put off trying, again. exactly. If you put off if you put off trying something because you want to do it, but you're not, you don't know if you'll be good at it or whatever, you need to try it. Because if yeah. If you're great yeah. at it, sick. If you're not great at it, cool. You'll practice. If you hate it, oh my god, the months you've saved worrying about whether you want to do it or not.
1: Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Have like,
4: confidence in your tries. No, yeah, exactly. no,
1: that's that's like it's like that. You know, they say like, uh, what is it, bedroom funkin four thousand. 000- attempts at making a light bulb and it's like no he doesn't he didn't try making a light bulb he didn't fail making a light bulb four thousand times he found out four thousand ways not to make a light bulb yeah and it's like it's so true like because i always heard that a million times i'm like yeah as if whatever but like oh you're bad whenever you do something that doesn't work you're like okay well now we don't have that anymore so now we can give now we're a bit closer than we were just before like what am i getting hung up on at yeah. all every- literally nothing especially the power like-
2: of failing it's yeah. real good
4: yeah. you learn something every time you fail so like the smartest people should have failed the most
3: <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: yeah no that's always good. the one I always love saying is uh, starting from now so whatever, that's my attitude towards life and everything always just it's just starting now like that's it whatever whatever moment it is this is the start right now everything before that doesn't mean anything so it's like oh I wasted all this time it's like okay starting from now okay don't have that thing anymore what am I doing next like that's it that's all done hmm. and like now it's what am I doing next like that's it so it's like that attitude of just always pausing and being like all right starting from now like <laughs> And that means everything past is like, oh, wasted so much time. It's Like, well, no, it doesn't matter. We're starting from now. That's it. That's, we're always just starting from now. So that's like the attitude I try to remember when I'm thinking about wasted time and lost. Sorry, where we starting from? Right now. <laughs> that's so great. I love that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's such a good. That's that's the whole like that goes into the whole meditation, present hmm. awareness and stuff. But it's it's actually true. Like if you because it is true. We're always starting from now. So yeah. it's like. Everything before now, we well, can't do anything about that. So, what are you talking about? Why aren't you talking about that? Mm. Shut up. Stop it. No, that's me getting aggressive. But, like, as <laughs> <and laughs> if like, it's like literally when you're like, you're getting hung up on stuff you did the What are you talking about? It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean all you can do is learn from it and move on, starting from now. That's it. You're, you just got born in this body with all the memories of that person before, but that person isn't there anymore. <laughs> mm. You're a new person. You're going to sit around on that. You yeah. gotta sit around and no, I've had that like before. Yeah, exactly. Before. George, I'm sorry, I'm talking to a lot here. No, this is I, I really making myself it. a pet talk. No, it's a I'm kind of like that, that theory to be yeah. like
2: it's it's easier for the world to come into existence right now yeah. than it is for having all this history. Yeah.
3: It's
1: true. Yeah. No, it's I'm true. with you.
2: You can tell I've had a lot of regrets in my life. Yeah, yeah, so that's, that's it's fine. the only way you get to come up with some crazy theory like this, I think. Exactly. No, it's we're all in a simulation and it's always starting again <laughs> the moment you wake up. Exactly. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm there.
4: New day's a new day. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So in terms of um, what helped us have um, the strength to sort of follow the sort of career we did, it, it wasn't one thing, really. It was the culmination of a lot of things and then having that kind of like, all right, maybe this is something I'm wanting to pursue. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's not about just... um finding that one little tiny thing it's it is this kind of build up and build up and then dabbling here and dabbling there like i I did do community um radio i did go to a bunch of those kind of things i did kind of put together sort of shows that have been lost to the um ether and all the other kind of stuff and that's not that's not including like non-radio stuff or non-audio stuff i've done so it's like it's not about just like that one spark it is just an accumulation of a lot of things and it's like yeah starting from now this is what i want to do hmm. um and so, yes, I sort of like the you best know, explore Trust the plan. avenues, kind of like just just take some risks and be like, you know, what, what are you honestly going to lose? Are you going to lose a day? Are you going to lose a week? Is, is, uh, you can lose a week. It's fine. Um, you know, as long as it's like you're not risking, you know, three years to pursue this one thing.
4: Mm, or your livelihood if it's <clears> going to mean that you're not going to be able to afford to live.
2: Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, one day, you take one day a week off. Uh, and then just try something and be like, oh, yep, not for me. Or like, hey, take an afternoon or an evening and be like, all right, let's let's give that a go. And sometimes you'd be like, that was a lot of fun. Sometimes like, oh, that was garbage. Mm. And then just have that sort of self um, reflection and kind of like introspection to be like, oh, is this something I like? So, in terms of, like, you know, how do we find that this is what we want to do? It's like, I don't think we... I I, know I don't think I did. Um, (laughs) It it wasn't one moment, like, yes, this is what I want to do. Like, this is what I'm currently doing and enjoying it. And, yeah, it's sort of like I did fall into this. Like, I loved teaching. I did. I loved um, teaching at a tertiary level. I I did enjoy that. And I wish I, I had been able to pursue that. Unfortunately, due to things that were outside of my control... And then how I dealt with that, because I could have really pursued that a different way and, and really pursued that and kind of kept going. I just didn't. And so, it was just kind of like there was a choice there. And it was like, well, what choice did I make? And the choice I made was the one that I'm currently making because I had to make a choice. So, that was basically it. And, yeah, I don't think we're ever going to stop fighting imposter syndrome because I think <laughs> we all think we're fakes. No, <laughs> and, uh... no I, think
1: we're, I think we're nearly there. Yeah, that's very...
2: <laughs> yeah A little while. Yeah. So... Well, yeah, in terms of um just what finding what makes you happy, I think that's to me that's really where it all comes down to, just finding yeah. what makes you happy.
4: Finding what makes you happy. At the yeah. Give it a crack. <laughs> if you like something else and you change your mind, that is just allowed. Like life's too short to waste time doing something you're not happy with, but it's long enough to give everything a go.
1: Well maybe not everything. But- <laughs> <laughs> a lot of things. <laughs> Exactly. Just, the key is just not get hung up on when you do something, and you're like, "Oh, I've done this for so long. Should I keep going? Whatever." It's like, mm. yeah, if you want, or don't. But like, yeah. don't live on that because you've done it already. Like again, starting, yeah. starting, starting from
2: now. Exactly. That's it. Just that whole,
1: all the time. Just that's it, the, it. Every day. Like starting. Yeah. Do I still the, want to do it now? No, no, I don't want to. Yeah. That does that at The sunk cost, cost fallacy? fallacy. Oh, yeah. hey,
2: yeah. 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 We no Yay! shit. Oh. Yeah, that that sunk fallacy can be such a fucking cunt cuz you're so like, bad. "Oh yeah, oh, I've already spent four, you know, years doing this. Maybe I'll keep doing and enjoy." Yeah. It. No, no, just
1: the run. the run. The 2 a.m. can't sleep fallacy is what it is basically. Yeah, yeah, just... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All the stuff I could have should have done. It's like, "Well, it's done." Yeah, like, you exactly. Done. Do can't. anything <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, so I hope that our our rambling has helped yeah, in some way. I hope um, so. If you want to ask a question that to for us to also hopefully ramble. You can always email us in, happylittlepod at gmail.com. But now, let's go to uh, goals from what we set last time. How, how are we all going? Because I know mine was very basic. I was like, <laughs> I'm just going to do yoga because I wanted to go to the gym, but I'm like, I'm still sick. Yep. I've still kind of got this weird chest infection thing. I think that's sort of gone on, and now I'm just going to cough. So, I've been doing it. I've been doing yoga um, every day. Every day? Like, yeah. Oh. I think, oh, wait. No, I might have missed one day. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but I've been doing it. It's been nice. nice. Uh, but because I was like months of inactivity and then I'm like, I'm going to stretch and oh, I've hurt myself. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, it's just like, why body? Why? <laughs> Which has been a lot of fun for me, but uh, I think it was like a lot of fun. I've, I've enjoyed making myself do it. This was times where I was like, no, I'm, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to go to bed. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to like toss and turn and just spin around like a rotisserie chicken in bed. So I'm going to get up and actually do these stretches and kind of try and relax and meditate. Nice. So, that's been going well for me. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that. And so, for the next episode, what I want to try and do is also make sure that I 100% include that meditation at the end, which I don't often do. Um, you guys, is the best part. I'm just going to build on this. I'm just going to build yeah. on this. I'm just going to do it one step at a time. I'm going to make yoga every day, meditate every day, and then we'll see how we go from there. And that is my goal. That's what I think of me the last time. A tick. You guys really just kept going on your own thing there. You've a chance to congratulate (laughs) yourself on the back.
5: (laughs) Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more
0: at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row?
1: Uh, um, I think mine was to cook, which yeah. I did. <coughs> um, I even redid the dish that I butchered last time. Yeah. It was much nicer. Oh,
3: that's good. Cool.
1: Yeah, ah. so steps in the right direction. I also made the... I sent it actually in the message mm. when it was a cauliflower mash, <laughs> which was the next dish in the book. It wasn't because Ruby said she hates cauliflower that I made this dish, but... Sounds it was the next dish, but it was so nice, mm. it was so beautiful. But so that's what I. So, what was it? So, it's just it's
2: cauliflower with like garlic. It's and so
1: basic. No, no, yeah, it's just, uh, now we're going to have to try and remember. Um, it's, you just got coconut milk with crushed almonds oh. and then cauliflower. And you just chuck it in a pot oh. and like steam for like 20 minutes or whatever, or half an hour, or whatever. And then you get out, um, smush, smush it all up, add in some uh, cinnamon. And it goes. It's good. Cinnamon you say. Yeah, lively. cinnamon's really nice with it. Yeah. yeah, it's so basic. And then it's even yeah. better. You chuck it in the fridge and you can have it. Oh, it's like a snack. That sounds Really delicious. Is yeah. That, like, maybe chuck some nutmeg know. on that because like, oh. like nutmeg on mash is
2: real you nice. Shut your mouth.
1: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> really, I don't even know. I've not up to nutmeg yet in my spices around the world. Yeah, is a it delicious?
2: Who, yeah, it was like he's a um, uh, like Scandinavian. I think it was Scandinavia. we like a Nordicish a lot of country, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> that area. Yeah. Like Denmark, maybe? Right. Yeah. Danish? I don't know. Basically, yeah. <laughs> Same they, thing. Yeah. Mm. Ah, geography's not my strong suit. Um, but yeah, he'd put nutmeg in a lot of dishes and yeah. he would make like a mashed potato and he'd put nutmeg. And I'm like, this is fucking delicious. <laughs> nice. So yeah, nutmeg on um, a mash. Uh, good All time. Right. I can try that out. Yeah.
1: But that, was, that was really nice. And uh, so, but now I'm going to, I think for next week. Mm. Um, I should really plan this out before yeah, I'm sitting yeah, down. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, uh, well, well, okay, so you, is there, is there, there was four dishes, yeah?
1: Yeah, no, so I've only done it because I redid two of the original ones. <laughs> okay. And one new one. So I've got to, I could, I could just keep doing that, I guess. But it's almost like a, it's a bit of a cop out to just stick to the same. Or maybe well, it's, it? maybe it? it's empowering though, yeah. me sticking to the same thing every week and doing yeah. a little bit more.
5: You yeah. should do it. A- and that and something else. As in, if ah. you're in, it... because you can't be like, my goal for every week is to eat dinner, and I did. <laughs> ah. Just keep going with what you're doing. You don't have to stop just because it's not your goal. And then you set yourself a new one.
2: So okay, so, no, you, so you've, you've made two goals. You've made three oh, of these. Three of these four dishes, yeah. Yeah. So you got one more dish to go. Well, why don't, I don't you? know like, there's like twelve. Oh, there's twelve. Yeah, yeah. There's something oh, like keep that. Keep going because, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: keep going. Go. Right, twelve.
2: Plugging away. Those and something.
1: Else. All right, fine. And then something else. I've got to uh, make a video. For a advertising thing for my future book show that I'm doing, yes, yes, yes. so I got to Ooh. do that. So let's do that as well. 60, ah. Sixty seconds. I've already planned it in my head. I just got to actually shoot it. Easy, that's, easy, that's, uh, Done. That's easy. that's me. That's nice, Miles.
2: Nice. There nice. you go. Two things. <laughs> yeah. Rubes you're up. How would you go, Housewise.
5: I was going to say, what was my goal? Was House-wise. it to, was it to find a house? <laughs> sure was. Well, guess what? Not only have I found a house <gasps> and been approved for a house, this is also the first time I've actually done my goal for the weeks. So.
3: Yay. Yay. Yay! I only
5: took like 10 episodes. <laughs> yeah. Yay. I found a house. It's a great house. It's dog friendly. <laughs> All right. Um, so and it's by the beach. Oh. Um, so I'm very excited. Me and my dog are going to have a great life in our little beachside cottage. And oh. partner. And part. Oh yeah, yeah. he's going to come too. You
2: yeah. <laughs> just keep leaving him. Yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> just, just keep leaving him. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's I, didn't have, courier, get, I didn't have to get I didn't have to
3: get
5: boyfriend <laughs> approval for the cottage,
2: ah. but I had
0: to get
5: dog approval, So which was sort of. More important. T- <laughs> so, so it turns out that um, when you search for... They're, they're bringing in new laws where we live at the moment um, that says that rental properties on default will allow you to have pets. They don't come into effect for another two years, though. Okay. And if I put all my search parameters into, like, mm. our um, real estate app, um, I would get, like, 800 properties. And then if you hit pets allowed, I got four. Yes. <laughs> so, it was really difficult to find a place that was in our price range and like livable the only people who seem to want to have pets in their property are people who like hey of course you can have a pet um also um the bathroom doesn't have a a wall um and there's no stove or a sink (laughs) sorry oh good you don't mind the gremlin that lives in the basement like you know they add flavor yeah exactly it's those sorts of properties but i managed to find one that was that was everything we wanted plus they were like yeah have a dog whatever That was great. That's awesome. So So that was my goal and I've succeeded. I'm no longer homeless. Yay. 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 Which is kind of like good for me, but like there goes all my content for the next few weeks of being sad and homeless. But um, (laughs) (laughs) And my new goal is, so I was having a chat to uh, Thomas Edgoose today um, um, and he has reminded me that I'm horrendous at uh, budgeting. I'm not very good at like, being financially responsible, mm-hmm. and now that I have you know a lease in my name, mm. I need to start being more responsible. responsible. So my goal is to make myself lunch, start cooking a bit more, and spending a lot less money on food.
2: Ah, yeah, that's a good goal. So, yeah, yeah so again, um, really recommend if you for financial kind of advice, um, Barefoot Investor, just some very basic like bare bones advice and like one of it is just to kind of like set up multiple accounts and so it's like get 100 of your income into like sort of like that's what's coming in into like what you're doing take that 60 percent of that goes to sort of the daily expenses 10 of that splurge have fun just enjoy for mm. like like whatever your pay cycle is either like it's a month or every two weeks 10 percent of that that's for you to enjoy Okay, but the moment that 10% is gone, that's gone. No more splurging. Yeah. Right? And then it's just like setting up like a 20% um, of your income into another bank account. So, that's like, you know, for emergencies and like 10% for like, you know, um, a long-term goal. Yeah. And so, I- that's like a real basic just grabbing your income and just kind of like, right, Allocate, allocate, allocate.
5: Yeah, I need to um open like a, I, I currently have one account, and um, this is why it's so difficult to save. And I used to used have, to be have several. I know. I used to have a very good little saver when I was in high school, and I had my like weekend job. I had a direct deposit just went boom, boom, boom every week <laughs> mm-hmm. into a long term savings account, which was great because um in when I was like sixteen or seventeen, I got really sick and mm-hmm. actually had to quit my job because mm-hmm. I was too sick to work. And then that ended up being my like emergency cushion money, uh, emergency cushion. Like I had that many expenses when <laughs> I was like seventeen or whatever. But I could still you know yeah. do things with my friends and stuff. I didn't have to rely on having a job. Okay. And I don't have that. I'm in my mid twenties and I don't have any sort of savings, which I mm-hmm. read recently is really really common. Mm-hmm. Like, it, and it's just because living expenses, especially in places like Melbourne, it's so high mm-hmm. um, that people put off like actually doing any sort of saving themselves for any emergency. So I was like, eh, I need to set up a savings account. Yes, you do.
2: All right. So for a more of a tangible uh, goal rather than being like, just get better at budgeting, do me a favor, go to your bank, (laughs) set up two saving accounts. One which is a high interest and one which is like a a decent interest but not as high. One be like, you know, it's like you can't touch. Yeah, it's a so long-term one. So, it's like one. a long-term one. You have to put in some money, like at least $50 Something something. Like I know yeah. uh, the bank I'm with. It's like you have to put 50 bucks a month in or else you get nothing. Mm. So, it's like set up two accounts and just label them in your like <laughs> – this is what I've done. It's very simple. It's like you label them. Don't touch savings account, can touch savings account. <laughs> and put the majority in your can touch until you're quite comfortable and then you can put some in the don't touch. Right? Yeah. So, so, for next week or for the next episode, if you can go to your bank and just set up two accounts – Long-term savings, short-term savings.
5: I'm going to do that, but I'm also going to try really hard to start being a bit more responsible with my money in the meantime. Because mm. the problem is that, like, Why? if I keep spending at the rate that I do every week, I won't even have money to move into a savings account. So ah. I need to make sure that I'm not like spending
2: every day. Even like putting ten bucks in both accounts is is is, is a start. Ten bucks. Oh, I no. wish. <laughs> I wish I had ten
5: bucks. <laughs> I, I had two five dollars <laughs> to rub together. No, um, I do spend a lot of money on food. Mm. I. I Buy my lunch pretty much every day, <laughs> and yeah, I know pricey. it is. It does get pricey, so um, I'm gonna like not buy any food, and then at the end of the week, I'll actually have money to move into a savings account. It'll be good. very exciting. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, all right, all right. It's, it's not look not how I would do it. I'm making sure that money's not there to touch it. To oh yeah, with, but, but I mean, look, the, the problem is steps, I, I can't baby steps. Yeah,
5: exactly. I can't open a savings account with zero money in my bank to move into said savings account. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, look, fair.
5: Yeah. yeah, and you both two goals, yes. double goal. Hey. <laughs> Cash. Um. Well, I
4: my goal for last week was to have a smoothie every day, but I actually haven't felt like a smoothie <laughs> the whole week. I'm like the other day, I was like, oh, I'm like oh, I don't really want one. So um, instead, I have been making much healthier choices with what I'm eating, trying to sort of also like really bargain with myself. When I was younger, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'll, like, cook myself and everything, Mm. fresh vegetables, and I'll home cook a meal every day without considering that I would actually have to do that. So, yeah, I would also get used to buying my lunch heaps. So. Yeah. In that I've compromised. Uh, a while ago, I compromised by being like, fine, you're not going to buy vegetables for yourself? You get frozen. You get good vegetables when you eat the frozen ones. And <laughs> the frozen ones are gross. So, <laughs> so I'm now at this new compromise where I will buy food that i oh, Joel. <laughs> All right. That look.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I got a new compromise where I am making healthy choices to just start like buying things that i can just do in the microwave or do something else but making sure that i'm putting in the effort to make sure they're as good as they can be for instant meals or really quick ones so but um yeah i've also been exercising which is amazing for me for whatever reason i get embarrassed to exercise in my own house who knows what that is? Let's not look into that. We do. on, <laughs> ah, right? It feels bad. Yeah, of course. feels <laughs> <So> bad. <laughs> so, um, yeah, oh. I, I did that the first time the other day and then um, <clears throat> I realized that with my, like, so I have to do wrist exercises because I've got a wrist injury, I can do those with my handbag as I go places. Because, mm. like, the, the style that they are. So I'm, like, starting to work exercises into my everyday. So I, I feel like I was generally more healthy this week. Uh, what's the word? Relatively.
2: <laughs> so <laughs> Hey. From now. From, now. from now. Starting from now. And that's
4: oh, great. I I don't think I've mentioned this before. My way to break any bad habit or change a, like make a lifestyle <clears throat> change is to start saying that I like, you know, if I'm breaking a bad habit or whatever, like if I want to stop twirling my hair, I'm like, oh, I don't do that anymore. Like I could, be, I could be twirling my hair now, stop and say, I don't do that anymore. And then if I do it, I'm a liar. So <laughs> 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 so you just don't do it. Fair, fair. So I'm a healthy person now. I make healthy choices. I don't crave the sugar. No, you don't do that anymore. Straw. That was the old me. Are you serious? She's dead. <laughs> 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 no, my goal for this week, I had a horrible morning where I... Was woke up late and then traffic was terrible and then I went to the wrong suburb, Mm -hmm. um and just then there were roadworks and just I often have dreams about being hours late to something that and I I physically can't get there and that's like a sorry nightmare, um it's not a good dream I hate it and today was very much like a living nightmare for me which you know blessed to have that as my nightmare but um my goal for this week is to try and be five minutes early to everything. showing up five minutes early is not polite so i will sit in my car for that five minutes <laughs> but um <laughs> good but i will show up for, i will make sure i'm there physically five minutes early and because i'll you know i've always got an email to answer or whatever i'll do that in the car that's my goal for the week it's a good girl i was nearly two hours late today <laughs> it was horrible it was horrible. That's, I don't know if that's
1: late anymore. I nearly cried. <laughs> that's, yeah.
2: It's a new thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, you just, you're Yeah, that's, that's a,
1: it's a new word. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got well, the appointment and had another appointment that you didn't schedule. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no.
4: That's
2: just a whoops. <laughs> yeah.
4: It was a hoops. I woke up late and then I put the wrong address in and then my car ran out of petrol and then my map stopped working. So I made multiple <laughs> wrong turns and I rocked oh. up, walked to the house, realized it was the wrong suburb, had to go back and there were road works. Uh. <laughs> it's awful. Anyway, I don't do that anymore, so.
2: <laughs> and on that note, I've been Joel. I've been George.
4: I've been Ruby. I've been Cass.
3: And
2: we're still fine. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you do need help, Go get it. We're not qualified in any way, shape, or form. But if you want to help support us, just head to uh, sanspantsplus.com and give what you can and help support this happy little show. And if you want to stay in contact with us out of uh, the podcast realm, you can hit me up on Twitter. I'm at goddammitzamit. I'm at the dimmer.
5: I'm at plank.
4: I'm at Jackson B. Bailey.
2: I love you, Cass.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Joel Dusha does not. (laughs)